seeking collaborations with influential people, at GZPR, we create passion-fueled collaborations that go beyond traditional representation, a performance agency that onboards new clients every month. Our focus is on POC collaborations. Contact us now at hellogzpr.com, a self-aware public relations agency exploring world perspectives with leading talents. My name is Tiffany Farrag and welcome to the Get to Know You Cafe. If you would like to support me to continue making these podcasts, you can go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash get to know you WTF. You can click on this link in the show description. In my mission to open conversations and access deeper dialogue, I wanted to hear from you listeners on last week's question and discussion. Last week, Mary Ellen Flesher and I discussed the question, How do you heal emotional triggers? Today, it's just me on the Get to Know You Cafe. I'll be sharing my thoughts after doing the episode. First, I wanted to share some things about what I took really from the episode and what really stood out to me. I really liked the part where Mary was talking about getting out of your head. Although in the podcast, as you listened, I didn't have those kind of doubts or that cloud that was over my head, but I felt that as though maybe the anxiety that I was feeling or that burning sensation was probably expanding maybe because I was going through things in my head because I was making, you know, as they were getting bigger or I was sitting with them longer. I really liked, really enjoyed that part too. And she went on to, to talk about how we need to slow down before we react. And I think that was basically what happened during that episode. I was really able to slow down and breathe and really sit with it and not try and escape from it or remove it or try and get it out of me as we all try and do. And the other thing that really, really stuck with me and that um, it's something that I wasn't understanding or was having trouble realising was that we get wounded in relationship and we heal in relationship. I really loved how Mary mentioned that. And it's not something that I would have thought of or felt to allow that healing, to not escape from or try and, you know, not allow myself to get closer to certain people. And... um, that's something that I'm working on more so now and realizing that there's a part of that healing, even with when you do when you are wounded from the same relationship, you can still heal heal from it in, in many ways. The other thing that Mary left me with was she asked me to get curious about what was under the anxiety. And that took a bit of time. Honestly, I'm going to go into it further as I talk to you later about what I learned from the from the experience. Uh, but sitting with and trying to get under what what, what that anxiety actually is, because I I don't think I could put it to words so easily, um, even after so much time has passed. Like I think only recently I was able to put put it down into a, a word as to what exactly that that feeling was. 
The other thing that really helped me and that I really that I really liked Mary um, mentioning was the deep belly breaths, the four seconds in and the eight seconds out through the nose. And I find that for me, breathing on itself has a lot of cleansing and unlocking and clarity that it gives me every time I do these breaths. And I started doing these types of breathing uh, when I started yoga, when I was living um, back in um, Australia in Tasmania and doing these yoga breaths with my, with my yoga teachers, they, they really, um, it helped me a lot and I think has helped me tremendously in my, in my healing kind of um, experience or my healing journey. And um, yeah, I'm very grateful to have come across that and, 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 uh, put that into my daily practices the other thing that really really um I enjoyed a lot and I don't and I think it was really nice to hear it from her as well is that the way she the word that Mary used was to titrate between what feels good and what feels difficult I really liked that and I was just thinking to myself as well she didn't say what feels bad but what feels difficult because no I don't think any you know, it's not a matter of a bad or a good feeling. It's just a matter of what sometimes is a bit difficult and some, what feels really, really great. So um, that I, I really, I really liked. And I liked how she asked me where that area was inside of me and what, what area made me what felt good or what feels clear. Or, and, and it was in my head. And I, I really, um, that's something that I was, as I was talking in the episode, that, prior to or in the past had I, when I did experience this feeling my head wasn't clear and I didn't have that clarity and I felt that cloud and felt that darkness so it was great to not have that in um and I could see how much healing I have been through and how much that our journey has um has has healed and even though there are still it still triggered me and all still remnants there that remained I still had gone through a lot of growth and progression so that was really 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 great so I'm going to now as I always do read some of the responses and one of the questions that were raised was what did I learn from this experience and I think many people should ask me that question so I'm going to share a bit of that first. So as I was speaking earlier, when Mary was mentioning to, for me to get curious about what was under that anxiety and I was finally able to pinpoint that and it was, for me, it was that sense, that betrayal. Now, I didn't know you, when you feel betrayed, you have that feeling, but I don't know, I couldn't put them to, I didn't, wasn't able to articulate that or, or understand it. So that feeling of betrayal is why I had that anxiety. You just feel like, and and it was interesting too as I was listening back to it because I listened, I listened to the whole episode. Um, it was interesting how it kind of travelled into my back, and it's something I always say with friendship and with relationships, I need people, like my relationships, friendships or whatever relationship they may be, for people to have my back. And that is like the number one thing for me. So I understand it's nice to be able to put that 
all together and and see why I I cherish it so much in relate in relationships and I need it and I and I work hard into having it and so when it is broken or this that betrayal that anxiety presents in my back as that burning sensation so it was nice to was like be able to like put all of that and understand it all together. I'm going to be honest and say that it was actually initially when I tried to listen to this podcast, I found it difficult and I I turned it off. So it was funny that listening back to yourself be vulnerable, it wasn't easy to do. You don't usually do that. You don't listen back to yourself. So I actually had to turn it off and not listen to it. So I didn't listen to it until this morning actually so the two weeks I couldn't I couldn't actually listen I think I needed to be in a what I don't know least a less vulnerable kind of frame of mind before listening to it and it was fine listening to it today was def- definitely fine it was something that um well, I actually enjoyed it I was a bit like like yeah I was kind of curious about my myself you know when you're looking back sometimes you don't you can't really see yourself so like looking out from a looking out looking in in a kind of way um so it's nice to to be able to do that but it was difficult initially when I when I um uploaded the podcast and I was listening back and I, I was trying to take some kind of snippets you know to like share with uh on my social media pages for people to listen and I couldn't listen to the like you know the few minute snippet that I that I put out there and um but no I'm glad I, I was able to share that and 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 go through that um and have other people listen in and and maybe and share their experiences and and yeah it was it's it's some I think for a lot of people it's difficult to be vulnerable and put yourself out there in that manner but um no I was thinking it was very healing for me so I'll go a bit more into what it is what happened afterwards for me so that anxiety was actually a lot less the next day and the second day after that it had completely gone so I was very grateful for Mary and have for that for that experience with her so that was uh that was quite amazing just sitting with it allowed it to dissipate and to release from my and identify and being curious about what was under that anxiety and being able to like call it out helped it leave me so yeah that was um I'm very thankful that it didn't I know it not it's not forever it, you know it takes longer for everybody everyone's different but it was able to um I was able to have clarity and feel my strength and not doubt myself in that fashion in that kind of unhealthy fashion and so yeah that was uh, that was a really great really really great experience and even when like some friends of mine listened to the episode and it was nice to hear how the strength that they felt from me and and it, with themselves in being able to kind of uh identify those things with themselves and see what they sit with and what they don't and and um and being able to to put it down on paper, even just write it out, I think, for, for them to share with me was uh, a partly healing for them. So that was really, really, really great. And um, I liked how that had that, that, that kind of impact. Um, so I had a response from, from Sarah from Madrid. She said, 
Working on healing emotional triggers, I think one of the things that could happen is that once you identify the trigger very well, you may end up avoiding that situation instead of fully healing, but also when you have a wound, it makes sense to avoid it, being open more often than you can handle it. So where is the balance point in there? And I thought that was, um, I don't know if I'm completely understanding it completely, Sarah, but I really liked how that's what it, it was. It's different. I like your perspective on it and how you're looking at it. And for you, I guess, understand identifying the trigger and not wanting to open up a wound. Is that maybe where you're coming from? Like you identify the trigger but don't reopen a wound. And I think Mary touched on that a little bit. I, part of that is there needs to be some level of healing that that is reached before you try and sit with it to not open up the wound again. And before you can heal those emotional triggers, there needs to be healing of the wound itself, I think, before you actually try and heal the triggers. And what was great, what um, Mary was saying, is that we don't have to always sit with those. And I think a lot of people carry them with them and they don't, they don't think they can talk to somebody or see, see a, a professional of some sort to help them through it. And I think it's absolutely a great thing if, if over so many years you haven't been able to reach that yourself. It is important to ask for help and, and, um, and talk with those people who can, who can you know, put you on that path but sometimes you're not ready as well I think sometimes you need to sit with it even if you're not getting anywhere for as many as long as you need to and until you're ready go actually I want someone to help me through this and and give me the tools that I need to get the healing process started not to say you'll be completely healed but it just gets a healing process started to a point where then you can go on and continue the healing yourself and maybe then be able to work on those triggers that, that will be will trigger that healing. Um, Sarah then continues to go more into, she said, for this emotional trigger has a bit has a bit in common with yours. As a musician, I have met a lot of people in a short period of time. There is a certain kind of people that likes to have interesting friends. So they try to build friendships because you are an artist. It feels great at first to have that much attention and love. I felt overwhelmed by it and it makes me feel distrust. I hold back what would be part of part on the friendship. I wanted things to go slower as I knew that people don't really know me as a person. Then they became resentful because I don't have the same interest in friendship or they began to know me and didn't like some aspects of me and wanted me to change. They wanted me to be the artist they had imagined. I can see how that can come from a good intention as they want me to get far from my problems or the people in my life that are related to those problems. But things are never that simple. They don't really want to go deep enough in understanding me or my life. They don't respect those are my choices so they flip from the overwhelming love to ghost me talk about me behind my back being a, a problematic person and despite I trusted the attention from the beginning they left a void and the fact that they want me to change hurts 
I have met many artists that have a huge addiction to that kind of attention and they do whatever they have to do to fulfill expectations and never lose their fans. Of course, it happens in the end. They become less popular or their careers end and they seem a bit crazy, always nostalgic, living in the past, thinking they are better than others and life is unfair. I saw all that and was scared. I ended up avoiding music events, self-sabotaging my musical career, avoiding people that Many people asking myself why I always give a wrong impression, why they always think I would be different from what I am. Is that really my problem? How can exposed people have healthy, truthful relationships? They don't used to have many nurtured friendships from before as they their work takes so much time. It is really difficult to reach success and still have friendships. But unless you are successful, you don't get to make a living from it and you do other things that don't feel like what you want or think you're supposed to be doing. I guess I'm a bit stuck there and I want to have friends and be happy, but success is really lonely at any not already defined path career. I will be unhappy whatever I choose. I want to go back for, to a moment to that question she asked. How can exposed people have healthy, truthful relationships? And before that, she asked, is that really my problem? I think I think this is a partly a problem for a lot of people, like the image that maybe you're portrayed in whatever it may be that you do, and people like the image but don't know you and, and maybe want to just know an image of you. And, and I think that's what, I, in many ways, what a lot of people struggle with, that persona that is portrayed out it's like my private persona and my public persona and what is is out there and that knowing the boundary or or allowing them to mesh into one to develop or um develop real truthful relationships and I think what stood out to me from that was those people I don't think you need to have relationships with. Maybe they're not for you. They don't want to know the image of you, but doesn't mean they they really want to know who you are. So maybe in saying that, maybe sometimes we cross paths with people, but it doesn't mean we're meant to keep them or have them in our lives or we're meant to be in their lives, but we've just crossed paths with them and we and we you do, you know, I think in, in that kind of scene in the artist and the music, industry you you meet a lot of people but not necessarily true connection and maybe that's what is needing to be seeked like uh, a true a true connection um on a more of a deeper level to allow someone to actually get to know you and um and not just the image in the image of you uh, but thank you so much sarah for sharing that with me and um I see that that would have been completely vulnerable. Thank you for sharing your vulnerability and putting it out there. And yeah, no, I think um, there are many ways of of, of uh, getting to know others outside of your public persona, and um, and for them to get to know you. But I think it it needs to definitely be mutual, and otherwise, I think it's difficult for those relationships to work if it's just one-sided or one-sided kind of uh, effort being made. And 
I see how, as you're talking about that, that when you when you are going for success, when you're trying to reach somewhere, you want to have true connections and you want to have that. But it, it is a lonely road if you're putting a lot of effort and time into into your arts, into your craft, into your creation. So, it, and maybe it, it, there's a need to be around like-minded people too, like be around other creators or other true artists who can who can relate and understand that and and develop the real connection there and um maybe more collaboration so that way you'll be able to connect truly with like-minded people who have experienced or will are experiencing the same things so that's just my thought on 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 that but uh i'd love to to hear other people's perspectives on that and um as you know, this this uh, cafe episodes are all about adding perspectives and bringing in um, different ways of looking at things to to really gain a clearer picture for ourselves. And um, it's nice to have the listeners come from all different parts of the world. We all have different experiences. We we have uh, we live you know different environments and. Um, have these different lifestyles. So we, we you know it's all about listening and and, ta- and gaining all these different um, perspectives. And I, I really always think it's important to highlight that this has really nothing to do with intellect. It's just a matter of, um, like I said, our different experiences. So the more perspectives we can gain, the clearer picture we can develop. I'm very grateful and thankful for the listener, whoever listened this far to just me talking. This was something new, but I thought I would uh, do this one uh, for myself. And thank you. This episode is out uh, New Year's Eve, so the last one for the for the year, or the year of twenty twenty. So I'm um, thank you, thank you so much for listening to me on this on this um, cafe episode. I'm very much looking forward to next week's uh, cafe episode. Be sure to tune in to the Tuesday episode. Uh, which was a couple of days ago now, uh, yesterday actually for this for this uh, cafe, uh, and uh, send in your responses. So thank you for listening to the Get to Know You Cafe. If you enjoyed this podcast, rate, review, and share the podcast on Facebook or Instagram. You can tag me and Get to Know You with Tiffany Barrett. Be sure to listen to Tuesday's podcast and send in your responses for us to include next Thursday on the Get to Know You Cafe to further deepen like us to discuss be sure to tag me to post your question join us every thursday on the get to know you cafe